You do so many things, influencer, creative, actress, singer, but what led you down the path to become an actress? Like, what did you see as a little girl that made you want to pursue this as your career? Um, well, actually, it kind of started when I was like six years old. There was a show um, in Miami, or just everywhere. Right. It was called Sábado Gigante. And when I was like three, I saved my mom's life. <laughs> my mom is diabetic and she was pregnant and she would pass out all the time and I guess like I just knew what the routine was. Right. Hey guys, what's good? Welcome to the Cosign Life. If you're watching this video, that means you co-sign us and we co-sign you. So here are a couple of ways to support us at Cosign Magazine. Number one, view the description below, click the link and purchase an issue of Cosign Magazine. It's like this, this one right here, physical, you can purchase this. Number two, you can also support us by purchasing Cosign merch. Hit the link below and it'll take you to all our past merch items and we'd love to have your support and see you wear Cosign Magazine. episode of Cosign Conversations, a special edition. This is the Cosign cover shoot. We have an extremely special guest all the way from Miami. We have the talented, the creative, the beautiful Lely Hernandez. How are you doing today? Thank you. Hey. With that intro, I'm doing amazing. <laughs> I'm doing hands. really good. So we just had the cover shoot. Tell us about it. How do you think about it? How do you think it went? Amazing. I love the theme. I love the energy in the room. I had so much fun. I had a great time, too. Um, I'm glad you came all the way from Miami to Dallas. At Coast, I want to introduce you know, uh, other people to our city as well as we also go along to other cities and showcase everything we co-sign in our platform. So what I want to know about you is you do so many things. Influencer, creative, actress, singer. But what led you down the path to become an actress? Like, what did you see as a little girl that made you want to pursue this as your career? Um, well, actually, it kind of started when I was like six years old. There was a show um, in Miami, or just everywhere. Right. It was called Sábado Gigante. And when I was like three, I saved my mom's life. <laughs> my mom is diabetic and she was pregnant and she would pass out all the time. And I guess like I just knew what the routine was. Right. So that day specifically, my dad went to go buy like, um, like a playground for us. And my mom passed out and she grabbed into a chair and it like fell on her stomach. And I called 911 and I like said the whole thing. But like it was so animated right. that they were like shocked. And when they went to go like see, you know, when they went, when they showed up, I was like three, you know, and, and they kind of like um, try to like entertain me the whole whole way because they noticed like I guess through the radar or something mm -hmm. that I had a pool. So they didn't want me to get distracted and go to the pool or whatever. So they stayed on the phone with me through the whole time that they were on their way to like, you know, the ambulance was on the way to get my mom. And I guess they just saw a lot of like personality and they did a whole like interview of like, oh, the child, the heron child, you know, like I was a hero, whatever at three years old, at three years old because mm -hmm. apparently my mom, I would have never called my mom could have like lost the baby. So it was like a big deal. So later on, um, that same network, Univision, which is a big uh, Spanish network, reached out to my mom and said, you know, have you considered of putting her like in anything theater or anything like in the arts? So my mom didn't really want to put me into okay. it at first, but it was like I almost asked her. Like, I used to talk to myself <laughs> all the time, and I had, like, an imaginary friend. So I guess, like, that's what, I guess, kind of came, like, the, the love for it, you know? And just I would imitate everyone, like, okay. my mom and everyone. So that's kind of, like, where the love for acting came. 
and you know the classes kind of like polished that and then it went from there sure so six-year-old you started acting mm -hmm. and then when you're 18 you moved to LA to pursue it right yes okay yeah so throughout my life obviously I did cheerleading dancing acting um, I, I mean I did everything right. yeah I was like always very involved and when I was 18 I was like okay this is the time for me to like just really pursue it like for real you know right. and I moved to LA and obviously everyone thinks that when you go to LA that's it like you make it you know right. and it's like it wasn't like that at all I was like I got there and I was frustrated. I couldn't go to school. Everyone was like, you know, I just graduated high school, so I'm seeing all my friends like move to different cities and like states and whatever, and they're in school. And I was frustrated because I couldn't even go to school because like it was too expensive. I didn't have my residency in, in LA. And I mean, already LA in general is expensive. Um, so my mom moved out the first year to kind of settle me in, and so I'm not alone. And I started babysitting, and me and my mom are really, like, my mom's really young. So, like, we would go out and we tell everybody we're sisters. Just because it would be weird to be like, oh, that's my, <laughs> that's mom, my mom, you know? <laughs> so, my mom was always really cool. So, my mom always wanted to go to, like, these bougie places and have wine, whatever. And randomly, one day, we're sitting, whatever, and there was Brandon T. Jackson, um, a comedian, yeah. and a producer. Um, and, like, they were, like, talking, whatever. I had no idea who Brandon T. Jackson was. <laughs> so they're talking, whatever. And I guess they had a meeting, and they, like, the producer kind of just came and, for some reason, asked me a question. And he's like, what do you think of this and this and that? And, I, like, a it was like question. a, yeah, like, a random question. And I was like, I don't know who that is. Like, he mentioned <laughs> that. He's like, do you know who Brandon T. Jackson, like, pointed at, do you know who Brandon T. Jackson is? And I was like, no. <laughs> and he was right there, and I had no idea. And I was like, but then when he mentioned it, I was like, oh, I had seen all his movies, but I had no idea, yeah, but, you know. Right. And in the moment, he mentioned, like, Vine stars. And I automatically was like, yeah, I know who they are, you know. And he's like, this is what's wrong with this generation. They don't, <laughs> they don't watch TV. They don't appreciate this. And I was like, I was like, well, you can't really judge me because I'm, like, I'm very Hispanic. I grew up, yeah. although I grew up in America, like, my family is very Spanish. Yeah. So my mix of things is, is very off it's like all over the place because like when people ask me in spanish like oh do you know so-and-so i was like ah, i didn't grow up in in like, dominican republic <laughs> right. but then when they asked me very americans i was like ah, oh, but i didn't really grow up so it's like i have a mix of like i have a little bit of both nice. so i grew up very like not knowing the history of a lot of things because like i grew up like in both worlds you know at home in spanish and, and at school and with my friends in english so bottom line is that one thing led to the other in that moment i did um, I was already six months into LA right. and I was taking like two classes at like at a college and that's when he offered me an internship and he's like oh because I told him what I wanted to do and stuff like that and for me it was like I just wanted to learn so much about like the behind the scenes just everything like for me it's like okay my whole life I said I wanted to be an actress I wanted to be on camera I wanted to be a singer I wanted to do this but I never really took the time to really like learn the business so I was like I want to actually like be behind the scenes and, and see it from a different point of view, you know, and see like how it is. So I worked behind the scenes for about like two years and I got to work with Snoop Dogg, Birdman, Jermaine Dupri, Dame Dash. We did a, uh, they were working on a show called Music Moguls. So that kind of brought me into the music world too because um, the show was like a doc series of, you know, these moguls. So right. I got to travel a lot, get to see how the business kind of works from their, you know, from their perspective. perspective. And a lot of long nights because most people in the studio are like late night really late night yeah, yeah it's like all night so I guess I get that's where I got like the nocturnal thing like I used to go to sleep super early now it's like I'm up <laughs> at 10 I'm like, like what are we doing you know so I got that experience from there I hosted a show with Too Short in oh, wow. Too Short's book box so I got to interview um, Ice Cube 
g Easy and a lot of people. So then okay. it's kind of got me into that. Um, were you and on he, social media at this time already? Or is in that moment's when I started. Okay, when you started. So in that moment, I had been working like at a production company for two years. And at that point, and it be- eventually became part of like the development team. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I was like, I want to be on camera now. Like, I want to do this already, yeah. you know? So I had been auditioning here and there and doing extra. Because that's another thing. Like, um, when I stopped going to school for a bit, because I, I did start, but I didn't, keep, I didn't keep going. In the moment, my parents were very strict on that. So my dad cut me off. And oh, I, wow. at that point, I thought, oh... Okay, so my dad thought, which is fine. I I I don't. I'm not mad at him for it, but he thought that because he cut me off, that's it. I'm gonna go back home. But for me, I was like, no, like I'm gonna work hard. You know, like I'm gonna find a way. So I moved to like the hood. (laughs) I guess you could say. Mind you, I had never lived like you know. My parents always worked hard, so I never really experienced that. But to me, it was like I don't care. Like this is my career. This is my life. Like this is what I want to do. So I don't. I don't care what I have to go through. So I lived in like. With seven people, like it was crazy. Wow. Um, but That's it was, for you. yeah, yeah, no, and it was, I mean, not on purpose, it was supposed to be three of us, but like <laughs> it was like they always invited all these people to stay with us, so whatever. And the influencer thing came about, like, I kind of already had known them, I had met them through like shoots or just, I don't know, just in LA in general, like you oh, just yeah. meet people, yeah. And they always, it was about, over a year telling me like do the skits do the skits and I just didn't want to do it at the moment because I was like no one's gonna take me serious as an actress in the moment it wasn't like influencers were kind of like now how youtubers have these mansions and whatever no it wasn't like that it was like yeah it was very early on like five years ago so a lot of them at the moment were still you know with through the same struggle that I was going through you know but for me I think is that when I started doing the skits I think it's like what really helped was that I was already working in the industry behind the scenes and built those relationships. And then now I add on the skits and the acting. And then now I have like, then also like without realizing in less than like a month, I had like 50K and then 60 and it just oh, wow. grew very fast. Like so it was starting to have an advantage already being in the industry. A little bit. I think it's because, like, the first video I did, I remember, was with Tonio Skits. He was, like, the first person that I decided I was going to do a video with. And he didn't even have that many followers. In the moment, he had, like, maybe 100K. Okay. And I knew, like, the ones that already had, like, a million whatever. But I guess I didn't want to do it with those people because at the moment, their content was more of, like, oh, the hot girl with the big butt and the oh, big... Okay. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I want to actually act. So Tonio, who's, like, family, he was like, you know what? how about we create, like, a character? Like, we bring out, like, the Latin and whatever. And in L.A., in the moment, there wasn't really that many, like, Latinas and, like, whatever. So I was like, okay, this is perfect. And I was like, I can go off on the spot. Like, (laughs) you just put a camera and, like, I'll go off. So that kind of became, like, a thing. So then everybody that had the big following started calling me, King Batch, Le Le Pons, whatever. Oh, like, oh, I have a perfect, like, you need to come, I have a perfect role for you, whatever. So they would always call me, and it was, like, every day, like, I would do three skits. It was, like, and not on purpose. I didn't even plan it. It was, like, they would call me, and then I would, and I would never say no. I would literally overbook myself. And it was, I was, like, it was, like, a yes, man. I would say yes to everything. I was, like, yes, I'll be there. Mind (laughs) you, L.A. is big, so everyone's everywhere. So I would... Yeah, and traffic is crazy, so I would go from one place to another, and it was just like I was always busy, and it's just kind of like on social media, I feel like, is when people start seeing you one place, the other, it's like, it starts being like, who is this person? So now everyone wants to follow you because they see you everywhere. So it was kind of a little bit of that mixed in with like everyone that I was already meeting on behind the scenes. So that's when like bigger opportunities started popping up, like because everyone from the jump knew that that I wanted to be an actress. But at the beginning, I kind of finessed and said that I didn't. I wanted to be a producer. <laughs> only because I was like, it's cliche. Everyone yeah, moves to L.A., wants to be, yeah. wants to be an actress. Right. Wants to... So I was like, okay, I'm a 
played off like I don't want to be an actress, you know, and the people would always be like, but you should <laughs> be on camera. And I was <laughs> exactly. like, no, like that's not my thing. And then really that's exactly what I wanted yeah. to do, you know? Um, and nothing and just like one thing kind of led to the other and, and, and it's just like, I think it's just persistence and just being like always, right. you know, right. and I was always like available. Like I also didn't really care like, a lot of people, I remember I had a friend that moved to, to L.A. and she was like, oh, should I do this thing? It's, you know, they're not paying me, but they're paying so-and-so this amount. And I'm like, you know, if you really want to do something and you're not known for your talent, you're just known because you hang out with these people, right. then at one point you have to show, like, you have to pay your dues. You have to show, like, your talent, what you do. Because if not, people are going to think, oh, that's that girl that I met at some party, you know, because people get caught up in that scene. And it's like, for me, it's like I did a lot of times a lot of free work. Actually, most of the shit that I did was a lot of free work. Eventually, though, those same people were like, you know what? I like the way you work. And then got me other, exactly, a paid opportunity. Because then they realized that it wasn't for money that I was doing. It's because I really wanted to do it. I wanted, like, for me, it was like, I appreciate that I'm in this position right now and that I'm, I'm allowed to do this. Because for me, it was like, this is my dream. Like, this is what I want to do. So it's like, I don't really care. Like, of course, money's great. Like, obviously, we got to pay our stuff and whatever. But for me, it's like, I was working so much like behind the scenes and so many different like little gigs here and there that when the skits or whatever it was, it was like, I'm there. Like, I don't, gotcha. you know, no questions asked. So yeah, that was basically the start of the acting and the okay. skits and the influencer. So two part in. question. One, what would be your favorite skit that you've done back in the day? I watched some of your skits. I'll tell you mine's after. And okay. the second one, which skit do you think um, kind of blew you up or what accredited to your, your growth? So the my favorite skit is the one that I did um, with Lele Pons, and it was like the, the Miss the, Miss Latina, Miss Dominican, okay. and I think that one was my favorite because it was like first of all I was representing my country. That's right. number one. So th that was like something that like, I was like, proud of. Um, although I was never I was raised there, but it's yeah. like I feel very Dominican. So I like that skit. It showed my personality a lot. I was able. It was like a, a, a longer sketch too. So it was like I was able to show showcase my my acting my personality and it was like funny and fun and it was very me so that's probably my favorite one and the one that really well the project that blew me up was the caught series okay. that day storm did and then it was like all of too. us it was oh, like yeah. Kim batch uh, janina well all of us it was like the whole group and that for me was random because i wasn't even like friends with them in that time yet like i was like new to the scene and like they had been doing it for a longer time than me you know and for me for them like for me when they asked me to be part of it and kind of be one of the main because i was just a side chick so i was like the yeah, main I girl <laughs> i was like the star the star of you the, were a classy side chick yeah <laughs> yeah so that was like the start of the of the thing and that was really cool and i noticed that that's what blew me up when like i remember i was on my way i don't really know where but i was on go, getting on a plane and i I was like walking whatever down the aisle and someone's like, oh my God, when does episode nine come out? And I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean? You know, and that's when like, I was like, oh shit, people really yeah. watch this. And in DR, like I was at the mall and someone screamed my name really. And I was like, oh, wow. oh my God. I was like, that's so cool. I was like, yeah. I'm famous. Um, but like, it's, it's weird. Like, all my cousins, every I mean, even now, like it's really weird to me because a lot of my cousins like, no one will believe me that I'm your, I'm your cousin, whatever. And then it'll be random cousins like, in here in Dallas or New York or Atlanta, and I was like, damn, people know me like everywhere because that's I'm like, yeah. that's how you get famous they're... when cousins start popping out. Yeah, <laughs> no, because even the cousins that I don't actually now yeah. during Christmas, I met a couple cousins, and they're like, can you please follow me, whatever, and I'm like, yeah, you're my family, <laughs> like why wouldn't I? But I, I get it, like yeah. you know, I, I had never met them, so they know so much about me without me knowing that they know so much about me. You know, gotcha. for me, it's like I just met them and they're my cousins. You know, so. Gotcha. But I want your opinion on something. I'm gonna tell you my skit real quick too. So I like the one. Uh, really two of them so one it was when you were dating somebody he came in late and you were like 
it takes you 44 minutes to get home. With clarity, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that one was yes. funny, and then one with you at a store when a guy asked for your number. Yes, with Casper, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and- You know what's you crazy? Were- Those two skits are like, Everyone would always, I barely had came up with ideas for my own skits because I thought I was like horrible at it. I was like, oh, this is not my thing. Like, I don't know. I was like, because I always thought like I'm not funny. So I'm like, whatever. And those two skits are the ones that I like came up with. Like the whole, yeah. Yeah, And I like, you know, because the rest that I always propose was like group effort. You know, like we all kind of pitched ideas. But those two were my ideas. Yeah. I want your opinion on something um, with you being Dominican, right? So there's this thing in Texas. It's a, it's kind of a controversy with like, Hispanic artists, well, I'm gonna say really Mexican rappers, mm-hmm. that they're saying like, if you don't speak Spanish, you're not really Mexican. You know what I'm saying? What's your thoughts on that? And I'm gonna ask you that because, so I'm, I'm from Panama. Okay. So both my parents are from there, they were born there. you don't there. know Spanish? A little, not fluent, I'm not fluent, right? So when I go to Panama every summer, I don't feel Panamanian enough, right? Mm. But, in, but at home, I grew up with everything, the music, the culture, the way my yeah. mom cooked, I dance typical, but then I don't feel Black enough sometimes because my friends are like, bro, your mom doesn't listen to this music. She doesn't, she cooks something different. So I'm kind of like in the middle. So when I see like Mexican rappers talking about you're not Mexican because you don't speak Spanish, I'm like, man, it really doesn't matter. But what's your opinion? I mean, in my opinion, I think I, I identify myself with that because I'm not fully Dominican, but I'm not fully American. So when I'm in situate, like when I was in DR now, they'll say certain things and I'm like, huh? I'm like, what does that mean? Because <laughs> right. they have like their own slang right, that, right, you know, right. that that is there. And then when I'm here sometimes, my friends will do some, like we'll say some slang and I'm like, huh? And I was like, oh, that's how we say it in New York or whatever, this and that. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not, nor, that's what I was saying earlier, growing up, there's a lot of things that when they say like, oh, like, my cousins will always like rank on me. They're like, oh, you must live in the underbox because how do you not know right. this and this and that? And I was like, well, it's just, it's weird because I didn't grow up too much of anything. It was like I was a mix of literally right. both. So I know just as much of both. Like I, so I don't think, I mean, I guess with the language, it's it's weird because, see, in your case, you grew up with the food, the culture, yeah. the music. But for me, it's like when people say that they're Mexican or they're like, uh, you know, from any any country, and then they don't they don't know anything about okay, it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm for me, sure. then it's like you're more American, right, you know, because right. you don't really like, you don't eat the fo- food, you don't yeah. listen to the music, you don't really, so at that point, it's like, you're more American, you know? Gotcha. But when you're raised, you know, so like, kind of like both, because like, yeah, outside right. we're American, and yeah, inside at home, sure. you know, we're more Latin, so I think it's just, yeah. I don't know, I think we're just mixed. Yeah. <laughs> like, you I still know? get mad at my parents for not teaching me. I can't blame my dad, he was in the army, so he was not really home, but my mom, I got a beef with you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, I want to talk to you about transitions now, right? Mm-hmm. So. You started as a, as a young actress, then you kind of went into behind the scenes, then you went into social media. Yeah. Um, now it's like you're transitioning into becoming an artist. Yes. All right. How has that transition been for you and what made you want to make the transition at this point in your career? Well, it's something that I always wanted to do, but it was just finding the right, I guess, timing. I think timing is everything. And for me, like, I don't like forcing anything. I'm like, I like things to flow. And I, and I'm very, when I do something, I'm very passionate about it. Like, I'm like, I want to go all in. So I think it's like for anything that I was doing, because I was at, I was starting from zero, you know, from scratch. It's like, I have to focus on one thing and then let things just flow. And I I think that's what it was for me. I was just literally working, working. And then one thing led to the other and one person met here and there. And with the music, I didn't know exactly how I wanted to sound or what I wanted to express or what language I wanted to do in because for me it's like like I said I'm in two different I'm in two worlds you know right. so it's like now I have to pick and choose now as a Latin American for me it was like I can't do music in English yet because then I'll be stuck in like 
oh, she's urban or she's this. She's not, you know what I'm saying? I'm, but I'm Latin. Right. So I'm like, so then it's like, oh, no, she's trying to be black or she's trying to be. No, I'm, I'm trying. I'm just me. You know, so for me, it's like, how do I keep it authentic to myself? You know, so I was like, I, I'm going to do Spanish music mm-hmm. now with the music. When I first started doing it, I didn't even know it was like something I was going to. It was like timing. I didn't know I was going to do it now. It was more of like I was going through a lot emotionally. And I think it's like with great stuff comes bad stuff, too. Sure. You know, and I was going through a lot of loneliness, a lot of like you know, different things, just a lot of things. Dating and my age is horrible. <laughs> so it's like I was going through a lot of, of different, of just changes and different things. And I think for me it was like music was a way for me to like start to express myself, like start to write. And it wasn't even I was writing music. I was actually writing poems and okay. writing monologues and just writing my, my, my feelings, you know. And a lot of my friends in L.A. did music as well. And that's when, like, I was like, okay, fine, I'm going to get in the studio. And then got in the studio, and then I was like, oh, I like this. You know, and that's when, like, I really found, like, a a new passion for it. Because I I always wanted to do it, but I was scared. Like, I think it was more of, like, acting I was never scared to do. You know, acting and putting myself out there. I was never scared to do because, for me, it was like it almost came, like, natural. And I was like, I don't care what people think. Like, I, I could be somebody else. That's what it is. Acting is like I can be somebody else. I'm a character. So it's like if somebody didn't like that character, it's fine. I'll do another one. Like, you know, <laughs> right. like it, that didn't work. All right, fine. I'll do this. But with music, that's me. Right. Music, it's my feelings. Music is who I am. Music is what I listen to, what I feel, what I dance. So it's like if people don't like my music, you don't like me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you then it's, it per- it's, more it's more personal. Right. So now, like if someone, like when people would comment on a skit, I'm like, oh, that, that's supposed to be funny. That's not funny. Whatever. I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll do another one. Maybe the right. other one. That's yeah, not your humor. Right that's right. fine. But when someone says, I don't like your voice, I don't like your, your lyrics, I don't like your song, or mind you, I only have one, but I'm just saying, <laughs> then I'm like... I like the song. Thank you. <laughs> um, when people say that, I'm like, hmm, you know? <laughs> I'm like, so then I'm like, okay. But then I realize I'm like, with music, it's tricky because there's so much, so many artists that, like, for example, I will play Billie Eilish in the car with my mom, and my mom's like, what is that? Mm. Right? But I appreciate it, right? Because... I connect with the music differently. So, but I'm not going to expect my mom to understand it because she didn't grow up to listen like alternative music. I mean, Spanish music is very like vibrant and right. uplifting and just different, danceable. And, you know, it's just a different vibe. And if it's ballads, it's like a whole other, you know, thing. <laughs> yeah. So, so I can't expect. So then I, I realized I was like, I can't take it personal with the music because people listen to all types of things. And in my case, I'm talking about a specific topic, too. I, I love talking. I mean, not that I love talking about it, but it's just my my expertise right now <laughs> is to talk about, like, breakups and that feeling <laughs> and this and that. Yeah, and, like, just expecting. So I can't expect everybody to feel that. Like, what, and especially if I'm being so specific. Like, they're not going to relate if, you know what I'm saying? Right. So in a way, I, I at the beginning, when I first released a song, I won't lie, like, the first couple weeks, I became very, like, not depressed, but... It was a weird mood. Kind of anxious, like. Kind of anxious, kind of like confused. Like, do I really like? Damn, like I thought I was prepared for this, and yeah. like I don't know if I'm prepared for the hate and all this stuff. Because all of a sudden, I came from a world of comedy where people just are expecting to be, you know, to make you laugh. Right. Yeah, and so my fans coming from different places in the world too that don't probably know the language, don't understand it, whatever. I can't expect them to now be wanting to hear my song if what they wanted to see was a skit or or me being funny or me tripping or whatever. Like my one of my most viewed videos is me literally falling. Like and I have the biggest scar on my knee because of it, you know? And they got like, I don't know, ten million views and I'm like, for for that? Like, you know, so 
long story short is the music has been like something that has made me connect with myself a little bit more too and has made me a lot stronger because I had never received hate. That's another thing. I had never received hate throughout these past couple years. So everything has been, you know, with the acting, no one tells you, oh, unless you really suck, you know, somebody, you know the horrible role or whatever. No, it was like always good feedback. Everyone's like, oh, we're, like as fans, they were like, oh, we're proud of you. Like such a fan of your hustle and this right. and that. With the music, it's been a little more tricky, but I don't mind it because I know it's a journey. And it's like, it's, I mean, it's only the beginning. And, you know, the only difference is that when you're starting off from scratch, people don't see the first things you do right? right? because nobody knows you. But then you blow up and then everybody sees the past things and everybody likes you, right? Right now, I'm starting from scratch with the music, but I have already an audience. So it's like, you're only seeing the beginning. Like, right. I'm, I'm so learning, more, you know, I'm, I'm so starting. Yeah, so they're a little harder on me. Right. And everyone's, you know, like, it, it, it's a little harder, but it just has made me, like, build, like, more thick skin. And actually, it's only made me want to do it even more. I'm like, yeah. oh, you got, okay, fine. Watch the next one. And if not, <laughs> all right, watch the next, you know, so I'm like, it's fine. Like, for me, it's like, I, I want to, I like what I do, and I'm very passionate about it. That I don't really care. Like, there's, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna keep doing what I do until. So, so what would you say is your plan for music? Because you say you don't want to do English right now, right? And Eventually, then, I do. Though. Okay, and I heard yeah. you. I actually heard you kind of like rap in Spanish, and I like the rapping too. Oh, thank you. So yeah, that's actually my favorite. Okay, so yeah. So what's the plan? So we only have one song to go by right now. So where do you yeah. want to see yourself as an artist? I mean, I want to be a performer. I okay. want to do a show. Like that's what I want to do. Like I want to be. You know, right. like I want to do, I want to put on a whole show. I want to okay. dance. I want to, I was used to be a cheerleader. So okay. I want to be thrown in the air. I want to do crazy stuff. Yeah, I have all these ideas. The yes. I want to <laughs> do stuff that like hasn't been done yet. Or if, if they has, I don't know. But, um, I want to do a lot of things. I have a lot of like, I have, the thing is that when I dream, I dream big. Like I don't really That's like, yeah. Mm. So when I was in high school, the dreams that I have now I had in high school. You know, but I never shared it because I was like, no one's going to believe me because they're too big. You know, right. now I'll share it and people can see it. But why? Because I'm already kind of like Making in in the path. Right. Sure. But that's the same dreams I had 10 years ago, you know, or even smaller. So, yeah, my my I, my vision is very big. But, you know, I, I think it's I think it's time. I think right now we're in a generation where everyone wants to do everything now and right. I, they do anything to kind of like call attention for the moment and no one thinks of longevity and for me it's like I don't mind having to take my time and learn and you know do little you know little by little I think it's it's for me I think my my career is gonna move in a way that's gonna be like little by little it's gonna be like moments of ups and downs and all of a sudden boom it's like I won't even realize like oh shit I made it you know like that's that's what I feel and I think it's better too because I think depression anxiety comes from a place where like when you receive too much at once and like you don't know how to how to like manage it, you know? And I think for me, like I appreciate the the timing of how my career has kind of moved because I'm not in a rush like I'm not in a rush. I'm like thankfully I'm still young. I was like I have a life ahead of of me and it's not like I'm like, oh I wanna retire by thirty five. Like no, like <laughs> I, I think I wanna work as, as long as I can, you know, like, like I just J Lo still working. Exactly. <laughs> and, she, and she does it all. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. So, so your career doable. has like been on like an upward. I see you going upward. Just keep going up, yeah. right? But I want to know who was like the first person who co-signed you as an artist? Like maybe you heard your voice and was like, okay, I want to help you in this aspect grow as an artist. Yeah, so it was DiCarlo. I don't know if well, he goes by T. I forgot how he what's goes his, by. What's his Instagram? Um... DiCarlo, actually. Okay. <laughs> but he works with, like, he works with a lot of, like, Chris Brown, Jeremiah. Okay. Producer? Yes. Okay, producer. 
Yeah. And he was actually the first person who's like, you need to get in the studio. He's really close friends with Romeo Miller. Okay. So Romeo Miller, I did a movie with him. I got the hookup. I got the hookup, yeah. So that's how I, and actually, funny thing about Romeo is that I met him the first month I moved to L.A. I was 18. And he was kind of like talking to my roommate or something, who <laughs> I went to high school with. And randomly, I guess she had told him like, oh, she moved here for acting, this and that, whatever. So he invited me to dinner to like get to know me. And he literally posted a picture with me, and she and he's like, she's going to be a star one day. Oh, wow. And <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting emotional. Oh, wow. Nah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. And this was six years ago? No, like seven. Seven? Yeah. Um, I don't know why I'm getting oh, nah. emotional. It's okay. We, we've been there. Like, um, it's okay. I, um, <laughs> nah, it's, no, I'm good. Really I'm good. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's fine. I, um, it is. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's fine. It's Not been being dramatic. I'm no, sorry. it's been a journey. No, it's just been a lot. It's been a lot of ups and downs. Um, and when he said that, like, I remember I, I told my mom, I called my mom, I'm like, oh, my God, you're never going to believe, like, Romeo. Like, you know, I grew up watching Romeo. And, I mean, everyone, you know. So, for me, it was, like, a big moment for someone like him to say that. And I remember, like, three years ago on my birthday, he calls me. And he's like, happy birthday. I know. I hope you're doing well, whatever. I have a present for you. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's like I hadn't talked to him in a while. You know, but he had been following me ever since he met me. And he had been seeing my journey. And that moment, I had, like, maybe 500K or something. I don't know. I was, like, already kind of popping on Instagram. And, you know, and he knew, like, that whole group. So he's like, I have this movie that I'm doing and I have showed everyone, like the production, everyone, like your skits and the way you act and this and that. And, you know, we're considering you for this role to be my partner in this movie or whatever. And I was like, I was like, really? Yeah. You know, and he's like, yeah. And obviously in the moment I was like, of course, like right. I'm in, you know. And he didn't, I didn't even have to audition, nothing. Like it was just like, oh, the wow. role's yours. Yeah. And... I mean, I feel like I killed it, so I was like, you know, but for me, it's like, I think I get emotional because it was like, damn, like, in that moment, I had nothing going on. Like, I had just moved there. I remember I was babysitting, like, okay. three kids and, like, you know, and I was 18, and when and he said that, and then, like, four or five years later, I did a whole movie with him, and then, you know, and, and my career literally, like you said, has been... Uh, has been going up, obviously with his bumps in the roads right. and like obviously with a lot of hustle and a lot of work and sleepless nights and <laughs> nights. But but it's been it's been a good journey. Like I can't really complain. Like I was like I'm very I I'm very religious and like I believe in God and I feel like God has put the right people in my yeah. path to kind of like add like a little bit you know to the what I've been already like working on. So I you know I'm grateful and then um, Jesse Terrero, which is my manager, he, like, when he met me, I had been wanting to work with him for forever because, like, he's Dominican, number one, and he's, like, one of the most known, like, and respected directors. So I remember when I found out about him, I was like, I need to meet this person. Like, I need to, I don't know how I'm going to be him, but I remember I went to, the, like, a Romeo Santos concert, and I remember he yeah. was there. I was, I don't know where, but I was like, there's no way I'm going to get all the way down there. Didn't, yeah. didn't happen. But there was, like, so many events that I was like, I need to meet him. And... Antonio Skits, the guy that I, like got me into the skits, he actually had met him. Okay. And he was like, oh, I'm introduced to you, whatever. Somehow, I don't know if, I think Jesse started following me and started seeing my skits. 
and then um, there was like this like event or whatever and my friend invited me and that's when I officially like met him and then I started auditioning for like some of his projects and one thing but when the Nikki Jam thing landed my mom actually got me the audition oh. and I flew in I thought it was in LA and I flew in the next day to like literally my mom tells me and I bought a flight that night and I was like I'm out I'm going so I flew to Miami I did the audition when I got there it was to be his mom in the show okay his young mom but mind you in that moment I was 23 so there's no way I could be his mom like unless she was super young so I'm looking and I'm like everybody here looks like my mom so I was like "Mm, this is not for me I was like I'm not gonna get it but so I guess because of that I just went in there and I I was just like myself like yeah I didn't really care I was like not nervous at all I was just like whatever and it was like the first audition where like we had to like pretend like there was like a kitchen and this and like it was weird it was a different audition and I was like okay cool I did it then like a month later I got a call and Jesse's like oh we're considering you for the sister role and I had no idea what he was talking about I was like I had no idea what his project so I was like huh I was like (laughs) what sister role and then that's when like you know that whole thing happened and I remember he had asked me like oh can like can he put like put him in uh, contact with my team and I was like, I am my team. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't have a team. I was like, I have no manager. He's like, so you don't have, I was like, no, I am my team. So I used to pretend I had a manager and I was like, my client, Lily Hernandez, would like to work with this brand, whatever, whatever. And that's how I would get my brand deals and negotiate it. But it was always, it was always me. You. Yeah. So that's, smart. so that's when like the whole management came about. And oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So let me ask you this, working on that project, right? Um, you know, Nikki James, huge star, a huge talent. What did you take away from that experience and apply it to your own uh, career? Like, what did you learn from even being on set, being around him, or even, like, from him personally? What did you learn from that experience? Well, I mean, just from the story itself. Like, his story is crazy. And for me, it was like, you know what? Everyone, when people don't make it, they always put excuses and whatever. And I realized that in this career, in this type of career, anything you do, really, it's just persistence and always, like, just doesn't matter like it doesn't matter what you go through doesn't matter what what life puts you through you could go to jail you could anything i mean literally anything and you could still get back on your feet it doesn't matter how many like times you fall like you can still get back yeah get back up so i feel like that just made me want to that actually was what made me want to get in the music and actually do it i remember i was i was spending a lot of time with um dalkiel which was the one that played nikki jam and he's more of an artist he's he actually had never acted in his life that was his first gig And I mean, he took on a big role, you know? And I remember he told me, he's like, you just have to do it. Like, just do it, this and that. And, you know, and honestly, just being around Nicky Jam and being around a lot of, you know, the people that were part of the project, it was just like, for me, it was like, there's no limit to like what we can do, you know? And for me, it's like, I had never imagined, especially in that moment, I had told my mom three years before that gig that the weirdest thing is every time I say something, like, it happens, I don't know. Because I told my mom, I was like, it was it was 2016, I think it was, I don't know. But I told my mom, I was like, one day I want to work with this guy. And it was Nicky Jam. He had, he had done, like, a lot of, like, funny, like, videos on Instagram. It wasn't really skits. It's just him being funny, you know? Right. And I don't know how I was going to work with him. I was just, I was like, I want to work with him one day, right. you know? And then sure enough, I was his sister. Like, I was like, what? Like, you know? And, and the moment I met him, it was like, you know, like super dope, you know, whatever. Now, every time I see him, he's like, my sister. And I'm like, yo, that's dope. <laughs> like, up, yeah, I'm like, yeah. you know, so it's cool. I was like, I had never, I would never imagine that was going to happen like that, you know? So that, what I took from that for myself is like, just keep going. Like, it doesn't matter how many times things are going to get tough or how many times, you know, I think in, in a lot of this, well, just in, in general, I mean, we have our ups and downs. I think in this is like, the hardest part is maintaining yourself, you know? And for me, that's why, like, 
I do so much. That's why I'm always involved and I always like want to do everything because for me it's like I don't a day at home uh, like not doing anything for me is like a, a sad day. <laughs> like I want to be active. I want to be doing stuff like you know I just I that's what I enjoy. You know I, I like being creative. I like my mind just goes everywhere like I hear a song and I'm like oh wow I picture yeah. this scene like imagine <laughs> like this and like I don't know like I, I I dream a lot and like I I don't know I just it's just what I like so. So now you have an amazing team behind you. So what yeah. would you say is next for you in your career? Like, what's the next thing for you that's working yeah, on? Yeah, right well, right now is just music for me right now, okay. yeah. Fully focused on Fully music. focused on music. Um, obviously, acting, if it comes along, you know, obviously I'm going right. to take on my opportunity. But mostly right now is just the music. You know, I think, um, like I said earlier, whatever it is that I do, I have to go full on right. so I can be able to, one, be taken serious, and two, you know, just figure out, you know, that, that image, the, the, the sound, the, the message I want to get across. Cause okay. that's another thing too. Like, I don't want to just be an artist and it's like, Oh, feel good. Look good music. I wanted right. to actually have a message behind it because for me it's like, I've inspired already a lot of young girls or, or young people or just people in general. So I want to be able to like, whatever it is I do, keep doing that, you know, like being able to inspire people to do whatever it is they want to do or, or, I give advice. I was like, I always said, I was like, if I would have never been in the t entertainment, I would have been like, like a life coach, motivational speaker. Motivational speaker. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I really like like motivating people. I like seeing people like do good. I like seeing people like succeed, and okay. and that just gives me like a good, you know, like all my friends always ask me for advice, and I'm just like, you should do this, and honestly, it usually works for them. So I'm like, I like that. So for me, it's like as a artist, as a actress, as a public figure, I want to be able to be that person that people are like, you know what, she went through this, this and that, but look, she's still, you know what I'm saying? I want to be able to motivate people to do their thing. And I think that's for me, like my, my goal in, in my career, you know, to be able to, people can live through me and want to do it, you yes. know, okay. just whatever it is. So the full circle mode to bring us all together for this interview, Yes. leave our audience with some motivation. Motivation by Lily. Tell us one thing. So our audience are aspiring entrepreneurs, creatives they want to be like you they want to have their hands and everything so what yeah. is one gym you would tell them i'll give you mine i tell people all the okay. time discipline equals freedom i have it in my law Ooh. i have it written down in my discipline phone so freedom. if you remain disciplined i don't have a quote yet okay well, have to come up with <laughs> yeah do your own quote but um yeah just leave with some type of motivation um you spread too much knowledge i don't know <laughs> i'm like i'm frozen um persistence Persistence is key. I don't know. I think persistence is is what's what's kept me relevant and and what keeps me going. You know, it's just like persistence in whatever you want because when you're persistent, people like it's like okay, put it this way. If right now I have a cousin, a, a family member, a friend, or anything that comes to me and says, "Oh, I want to do what you're doing," for me, what I'm gonna look at is, do you want to do it because I'm doing it? And you like the lifestyle I'm living, or you want to just or are you really putting the, like for me, I want to help you if I see that you're putting the work right. in because I only know all this shit that I had to go through to even get a little bit of what I'm doing, you know? Um, so for me, it's like no one made it easy for me. Not that anybody made it difficult either, but it's like people helped with what I was already doing. It's like, in, in uh, I don't know the, the verbs or whatever in the <laughs> Bible, but I know that, you know, um, so, at church, <laughs> you know, it's it's like, God won't come and hand it to you. Like right. you have to put in work and then he like aligns yes. everything, you know? So I think that's kind of like the same. Like I think people 
value people that work hard because nobody wants to feel like you're wasting their time. And for me, I especially don't want to waste anybody's time. So I think that's what it is. It's just working hard towards your thing and just watch how everything just aligns. All right, so basically... So I don't know. I don't know what the, what the <laughs> overall message was, but I think it's just persistence and just persistence. work hard and just watch how everything just aligns. Persistence is key, and God helps those who help themselves. Exactly, yes. So we're going to leave you with that. Yep. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Cosign Conversations with the amazing Leslie Hernandez. And look out for issue 28 of her on the cover. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey guys, what's good? Thanks for supporting Cosign Magazine by watching this video. If you really enjoyed this content, please subscribe, like, comment, and share.